Yeah, before even um, before even I even realized what was going on, is the loss of life. All right. And, yeah. And I actually, I actually shed tears. You know, at the idea that you know you had so many people, just innocent, non-combatant people, going to work that day, that lost their lives, and children and families, and you know, different people. That was going to be their last day. So that that right there is the thing that gripped me the most. Is is you know in that situation, it's the sadness of all of these people that have just lost their lives over what may have seemed like an accident, but now it's you know now obviously it's a a, a um, point of aggression. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know that Joe that, uh, that uh, putting that definition up of of a terrorist. You know, uh, I find it quite interesting whenever I'm in the company of the dominant European culture and we ever talking about certain things. And it's interesting how it's four of us who are all descendants of American slaves or we talk about that. When you're in the company of the European and they talk about this, do you know that the very thing, the Tulsa, the Black Wall Street, they do not associate that as the same. But if you read that terminology right there, it is. Do that make sense to y'all? You know, y'all follow. Oh yeah, team? absolutely. You know, I mean, and, I, and this is what I'd be trying to get my European male friends when we be talking. When they talk about terrorists, wishing that, oh, look what they done to America. Look what they doing, crazy. And and when I say to them, listen, we've been experiencing that on our on our war on our on our territory as descendants of American slaves way before we were attacked by other people outside of America and everything, but they don't see it that way. And this is interesting that how the dynamics, this is why I was telling someone, don't call me a Christian, okay, by the same people who made slaves Christians, but you didn't free them enough to let them experience the same freedom, but you want to call me a Christian, okay? That That's some BS, okay? There's something twisted about that. So, you know, I like that that terminology is put up there because all of us can understand that we have been attacked on America, and we can say terroristic. It was terrorist because Black Wall Street, those people woke up in the morning trying to go to work. Okay, they were, they, they were trying to live a life, trying to do what they were trying to do. They never thought that they on America saw that they would be bombed by people that supposedly were Americans like them. Does that make sense? But we don't exactly. see their humanity like that. They, we don't we don't consider that they felt our demographics felt terroristically attacked by our own citizens in our own country. Well, as in, as times change and people change and, and, and people grow and, and ideas through education and, and learning, some of those some of those attitudes and some people are gone. They're not gone from everybody, but you got to keep working at it so that that becomes the exception instead of the rule. And that's kind of what, as we move to that becoming the exception, not the rule, over the past 50 years, or last 12, is that it's no longer the exception, it's becoming the rule. I was I was sitting in my office on September 11, 2001, watching TV, right, when I saw the second plane fly into the to the building. I was in the process of transferring out of the unit. I was the, the S2, which is the intelligence officer. And I was going to teach 
at the military academy. My battalion commander called me on the phone and said, are you watching the news? We're going to Afghanistan probably in 60 days and you will not be transferring to another unit. Right. And so, you know, everybody remembers what they were doing on that day. But I thought that I, well, I'm outside of that. I'm, I'm gone. I'm, I'm transferring out. But it, the point is, is that things change and, and people do what they get ready when it suits them. And, and what America did that day was the first thing I thought is George Bush is no longer the he is now the undisputed president of the United States of America. Two things happened on that day for me or three things. One, I didn't transfer out of the military police to the academy. George Bush became the undisputed president of the United States. And we stopped using the term ten, twin towers in basketball. Those are three things that happened that I recall distinctly on September 1st, 2001, or September 11th, 2001. Yeah, I mean, they they Uh-oh. they definitely, they took they took Twin Towers and, and uh, the World Trade Center, you know, when that happened, they took a lot of this stuff out of uh, even music. Um, they took that stuff out. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting when you, when you say that. Um, but yeah, man, this, I know personally, I was, I was an engineer for Bell South at the time. And, um, this was 2001. I remember it distinctively because I had just got married in October of 2001. And, um, you know, we went on honeymoon, came back and, um, it was, uh, I guess, the end of October, something like that, because it was it was probably about two weeks later that this thing happened. Or no, 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 I take that back. Um, about a month later that this thing happened. And, you know, I was an engineer. I was working in a warehouse for a business owner, um, working with them, testing phone lines and, and all this type of stuff. And it was a Middle Eastern guy. And, um, you know, no issues or concerns, you know, most of us, uh, uh, melanated, we don't, we don't have those issues or concerns, right? We don't think about, um, all of that because as far as we're pretty much concerned, they, they're just like us, you know, and in a way they get viewed just like us. Uh, nonetheless, I'm working, this guy says, Hey, uh, sir, come over here and, and, and sit down. Look at the TV. And I go and sit right beside him on uh, uh, this this office bench. And we're looking at uh, his little small TV. Uh, boom, it's right there. Everything happening. First plane. And um, then together we sat there and watched the second plane. And in all, I think about that just because of the dynamic of the fact that this was a Middle Eastern gentleman um, that I'm sitting next to. And then everything got, got pointed to some Middle Easterns, um, you know, Mm. after that. And, uh, you know, but it, it, you know, that's where I was when it happened. And then it was a matter of, you know, getting on the phone and calling family and, and all that type of stuff, um, you know, after, after the fact, but uh, you know, who else? Leonard, you remember where you were at um, during that time? Yeah, I was working nights 
Um, and I got off of work and, you know, I was getting ready to lay down and go to bed. And that's when I looked up, you know, from my bed and I was looking at the news and saw all of this stuff happening. And, um, next thing you know, you see the planes crashing. And, um, like I said, I just was, you know, had to take a moment there to shed some tears because I, um, it was another tragedy that I witnessed in my life. Um, I, I had the, I had the unfortunate fortune. I'm gonna call it the unfortunate fortune of being involved in the hurricane Andrew release. So I've seen what, you know, devastation can happen just with natural causes. And so this is when an unnatural cause where you had, you know, thousands of people, you know, I just, in my soul, I just felt, you know, people crying out, right. You know, um, in a spiritual type situation. So like I said, it, it, it was a familiar feeling of dread when I saw that happening. So, you know, I think I went out and uh, gathered myself and went out and was talking to people, different people. But um, yeah, that that's the most memorable thing um, I take away from that. It's the same reaction when I saw uh, Hurricane Katrina, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, it's when you experience, you know, tragedy, it kind of stays with you. And, and anything that happens in tragic situations, you still get to, um, unfortunately, feel those same emotions, those same feelings, especially when it's human life lost, you know, in, in those types of situations. So that's what I was at. <clears throat> I just was just calculating. I was just five years into my marriage, okay? Uh, we got married in 1996, and so uh, I was I was in uh, in uh, E Town in the courtroom trying to handle my business with my ex-wife and and uh, dealing with her. Her uh, she gotten crazy because you know I got remarried and everything, so I'm trying to deal with my visitations and everything. So I was pretty serious about trying to go in there and try to get that thing under under handle. And I just got called up to to the judge at you know, I'm sitting down in front of the judge and everything. And I just sat down and everything, the judge getting ready to, you know, talk about my case and her and uh everything stopped. And someone came out to her, whispered in the ear, and 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 she she looked and said court is on hold and everything she went into the back i didn't know what what going on and everything and then um and then uh, they came back and said court was over it was out done and uh and then i so i went to the break area and that's when i got to see the second plane hit into the uh hit into the tower and i was like what the hell going on and uh, it, it was a life-changing situation for me because I had never seen something like that on our and our things. And that's one of the reasons I got involved with the security. I just wanted to do something, be involved in everything, since I wasn't active duty. I was reserved. And, uh, so yeah, it left a, it left a, always a memorable point in my life. And I, th I think everybody, uh, you know, had that feeling. And I think there's a lot of people that didn't know how to feel as well. Uh, uh right. Tiandra posted here she says it was my freshman year at U of L I was on my way back to my dorm from math class my mom called me and told me to turn on my TV I just remember not knowing 
how to feel um you know and i and i think that you know there's a sect of people and i would say that it's probably more so of the melanated community that things like this go on they don't know exactly how right. to feel simply because there is you know if you look at things through the years there's probably more of a disdain for america than there is uh more of a patriot you know right likeness or, right. or patriotism for america and and it's it's it should be understood by the masses it should be you know um uh, you know people should be sympathetic to that because again you know america's done some some wild things to people horrific so horrific you know things. horrific yeah, yeah so. absolutely you know, when when if if you know you got a bully that smacks you in your face every day and then right. somebody kills the bully you know right. you got to reach down into like some sort of humanity type of uh a vault to find compassion it ain't gonna be the 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 i'm angry at the uh bully vault that you're gonna reach in to look for compassion right uh, right because you know right that mf got on your nerves it, it's gonna be the humanity right. vault right. that you're gonna have to reach in and find some compassion and, and i definitely understand that talking about how war would be needed in order to um get america on the same team and you know all type of stuff like that and and you know so it just these are the reasons why things are questioned, but then there's those people that just don't want not, to believe. They want to believe into their government. And, and yeah. let's not and let's not forget how the conspiracy about how the building came down. You know, you know how how could it come down the, in the manner that it came down if they were hit at the top? Okay, and then it was all about the few. They said the few that came down and there. It was. I mean, it. it I will admit it did seem a little suspicious okay you know when you when you when you put your time and effort into listening to it and everything how those buildings came down you know i mean because they just failed both of them failed Ooh. i mean like like it was a a a an effort and could the plane just the just the two planes in itself take those buildings down that and make them fall down in the matter that it fell down. It, I don't know. It just, and I, you know, even to this day, I'm still like, I don't know. Okay. It, 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 it does, you know, uh, it, it, it does seems a little suspicious. Will you agree? Exactly. Just briefly talks yeah. about flight 93. Okay. You know the heroicness of the uh, the citizens, uh, and I went and read. There were multiple people from multiple states, multiple careers. You know, age and everything that um, they banded together. By that, by the time that they they realized that they were in the next plane that was going to be used, weaponized to 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 cause some harm. They, you know, I cannot. And, you know, I cannot in good, you know, talking about this, let us exit out without giving some homage to what it is to be an American. OK. And and, uh, and and what it took for them to have the courage to seize and take over that plane to prevent it from being weaponized uh, uh, and used in a manner. And I'm kind of glad I'm kind of, you know, I'm going I'm out the exit, too. But I, I, I just 
you know, I, I couldn't leave without making some, some, because again, my humanity, okay. But that took some courage. I, 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 I wonder, ask myself, you know, if I was on that plane, you know, what would I have mm. done? Okay. You, you follow what I'm saying? You know, what would have been my no, reaction absolutely. knowing that, you know, I wasn't going to live. Okay. But, you know, I'm going to play a role in this. Okay. To make sure that, Hey, you know, we're we going to stop you here. You know, I, I like to think that I would have had the heroicness in myself to, to be engaged in, in, in saying, nah, bro, you know, I'm sorry. You know, uh, that <laughs> I'm going to have to take exactly. you out. Okay. <laughs> it's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it kind of pissed me off because I'm in my head. I'm just thinking a box knife. Really? And, a box and you know, knife? OK, OK. Yeah. So what? They take one. Uh, uh, They take a few hostages. But we got, you know, what? However many people, 100 people on this plane. Oh, no. Y'all right. can slice their throats. I'm coming at you. You know. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the first ahead, two, you slice their throats. The I'm coming at you. You think about it, you can't blame the first two planes because they didn't know. I mean, they, they would. Just yeah. like, you know, think about it. They didn't yeah. know what was going yeah. on. They you know, yeah, yeah, you know, first two planes, they was kind of, yeah. we talking about the third and fourth plane, uh, the third. Exactly. <laughs> they like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. What's going on? You know how that had to, you know, you know how that had to emotionally, you know, you know, we don't talk about, but trauma comes pretty quick. Okay. You know, the stress of that immediately knowing and realizing mm -hmm. that something had occurred two times prior and you may be on the third or fourth plane that may be also being yep. used. Come on, man. They, That's they a, let the pilots you know, know. We this is where I like what Dr. North Dr. North says that we are a culture of people that don't think astutely enough. You know, culturally, we laugh and giggle and we just have, but the word astute, when he mean about that is that sometimes we don't know how to be astute. Okay. We don't know how how to figure and look at things so so critically that it makes you thinks differently. You know, I got to meet her is uh, uh, is a is a blessing and to find peace. Okay, and I just relate that to those people there in that in that in that flight that they found peace in the, in what they had to do for the humanity to live on. Okay, for the you know. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they I mean, it. Because they imagine, imagine if that plane did make it to uh, yes, DC. Yes, yeah. you know, I mean, if it, if it made it to its oh, target, it would have been more devastating. Yes, DC. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so you know, leaving this, what is right for us, you know, and I'm just going to tie this in what. You know, as much as many of our demographics of people, you know, don't feel good about America and, and understand what America done to us culturally, you know, there's a reason why we are here. There's a reason why we exist today. And I truly believe it. It is about us not losing our humanity and knowing where it comes from. It doesn't come from America. It doesn't come from white people, okay? Our humanity comes from our creator. And so we have to daily and constantly seek to grab our humanity, okay? And even when people do you, you wrong, okay, you you have it within your power. The very same thing that God was saying to Cain, 
when he knowingly knew that he was about to kill his brother, he asked him and said to him, you don't have to do what's creeping in your heart. You don't have to. But he gave him the free will to do as he chose to. Okay. And then when he asked him, after he had done it, where is your brother? And, and as flipped as we are, we flip like this culturally, you know, am I my brother's keeper? You know, that's a flip answer, right? You know, that was a flip, right? Yeah. Am I my brother's keeper? Keeper. We sometimes got to stop being so flip and stop being so, you know, you know, so, so crazy in our behavior and our thinking and, and understand that we have a responsibility with the life that we have. Okay, to do right by others, even when they have done us wrong. Okay, when they've done us wrong, we got to be willing to see the humanity, the humanity in ourselves and the humanity in others. That's my truth, man. Absolutely. That's where I'm at. And, and, and whatever you put into your mindset is whatever will come out. We know that there's injustice and I'm going to play this video to talk about those injustices, but I want you to keep in mind that it, it it's in your you create your own reality. So if you want to dwell in the ideology of racism where focus goes, energy flows, you will always see racism everywhere you go on your timeline. Uh you'll be getting stopped right. by the police, you'll feel like um, the police is racially profiling you. You'll be aggressive. You know, all of these things will come Privacy. at you when you focus on it. And, and that's what you are always looking for, you know, um, or you can switch your mindset, focus on uh, being better at every aspect of your life. And at that point, um, you will get all of that that you're focusing on so you you focus on uh being better at your craft at your job focus on learning more about it focus on learning more about that that part-time gig that uh you're thinking about doing that business that you're thinking about starting focus more on that and you'll get more of that and and you know yeah guess what racism will dissipate from your uh, uh spectrum